RadioInfluence.com. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? I can't. Only okay. you would, I, the fact that you did this to me on the date, like the one day that I have not put on makeup. Jamie, stop talking. This, there's okay. an intro part. This is a very sophisticated oh God, sorry. episode. Oh, I um, apologize. <laughs> I was apologizing. It's time for you to stop. Okay. Um, this is America's Best Friend. That's the name of the podcast, Jamie. It's got a name. There's production value. Everyone just heard the intro music. Um, I have a 15-year-old child. The person you're going to hear from today knew me before I had a kid. That means she has known me for a decade and a half. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd give her a bigger introduction than that, but she really won't let me because she wants to start talking. The one, the only, (laughs) Jamie Joffe. What is up, Jamie? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Jen. Um, my mother is going to be very upset about how I look on this podcast. I'll tell you that. Okay, no one but can see okay. it. I just record it okay. via Zoom so I can see <laughs> you. That's it. I'm totally. What can I tell you? Um, well, I just got a puppy, and that has been a bit of a challenge. Which can I show a puppy? Because this is going to make. Every, I mean, just real quick, I can show you. Okay. This podcast. We're recording. I know. Anyway, so work has been like this whole thing has been crazy. This whole binge and purge thing. Okay. It, so let's rewind. Jamie okay. is here today for a thousand reasons. But first of all, because the number, okay, first, the one question you asked during quarantine is, do you have toilet paper? The second question you asked during quarantine is, what are you watching? Right? Right. No, yeah, yeah. And so before quarantine, before COVID, before everything, Jamie Joffe former PR person, current PR person, recovering PR person, whatever she was. Recovering, recovering, no more. Um, She started this Facebook site called Binge and Purge. And I joined it thinking it was either a fashion thing that we were going to like binge on cargo pants and then get rid of them. Or we were going to like binge on sausage and then eat pizza. I didn't know what binge and purge meant. And then once people were talking about TV shows, I'm like, they're, they're off topic. I really thought they're off topic. Plot twist. That is the topic. It is binge the TV shows and then move on. Correct? That is exactly what we do. Okay. Exactly. Um, but I will tell you the one thing, it's been interesting too, because the binge part has, binge and purge part, we've act, as it's grown, you know, it also has had a meaning in the past that's been, you know, associated with bulimia. Yeah. But I think, but I also, you know, I was like for women's international month, like now we're going to let the whole binge and purge thing like go. So I might get shut down by Facebook. So I hope your people are still there when, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope this podcast, do you understand what I didn't write? Can we restart? Or we're not, we're not no, we're not restarting. Did, are you, I'm so like, I don't know what to talk. I, I don't like not being, um, prepared it makes me crazy i was a publicist okay here's the question what okay. is, what was the show that started binge and purge what show did people want to talk about that started okay so originally what happened is when we started the group i was getting through work it was a crazy time i just got rid of my business and i was watching a show called the affair with a guy named you know these obscure actors and actresses it was on hbo on sunday nights and I could not sleep 
Um, just because I was thinking about like, what am I going to do now? Like my life is just completely a mess. And, uh, I've only worked, you know what I mean? You know what it is? It's like all of a sudden everything changed. So I was like, you know, I want to talk to somebody at night. I was like, babe, you know, I was like, I have questions about this. Like, and I just put it out there on Facebook and we named the group, the affair. And it really wasn't anything. It was just timing. And then honestly, the show, the affair was terrible. So I changed the name of the group. Okay. And then, okay. So I have, I'm going to be rapid fire questions first. What is okay. the most popular show ever on binge on your, on your Facebook site, on your group? Is it Shit's Creek? The one that I think people, you know, it's interesting. Shit's Creek, but there's also like these waves. The undoing really for 2020 was one of the top ones of the year because it really started a dialogue and a conversation. So people don't know, I haven't seen undoing the undoing. I know Nicole Kidman's in it. Give us the 15 second synopsis. What is the undoing about? Certainly the undoing is about with Hugh Jackman as the husband. Um, and basically this is, they're a very well to do couple. She's from a super duper family with lots of money. He's a philandering jerk and his uh, mistress gets murdered and they figure out that it's all connected and it's like a whodunit. So, you know, everybody had a whole entire theory and that's what was so fun about it is that everyone's like, well, I think this one did it because of this and this. Um, I do believe Shit's Creek. Like, I think Shit's Creek was one of those things. Tiger King really, like, kicked off the pandemic. Like, that was kind of the beginning of, like, people really coming together. Uh, but a lot of people had opinions about that. And Shit's Creek has really been, I think it was really a remedy for a tough time. And The Office, people love, too. Yeah, people are going back to The Office. What, okay, I am not, I'm from Florida, so I was not surprised about the Tiger King's popularity because that is Florida. I'm surprised. I'm very upset that Carol Baskin represents Florida and not my man, the King. Um, So that's a disappointment for me as a Floridian, because I would think he is so outrageous and psycho in the most, like in the best ways. Like he is Florida man, even though he's not from Florida. Joey. You truly want to believe that people like you can't even imagine that somebody would like think like that. Does that make any sense? But it's truly amazing how they make these documentaries about these obscure people. Uh, there's one called Black Ice right now, and it's about black people that ice, you know, they ice climb mount, mount, um, rocks and mountains. Wait, it is what? the most. Yeah, it's called really black ice. It's African black ice. black people who climb ice. They climb ice, you know, like these huge mountains, like people who go to Machu Picchu and all these things, which is amazing. And I actually just (laughs) saw another one that is coming out this month on Netflix. And I believe it's called like System Breakdown, but somebody should just double check that. Okay. What's Um, that about? It is about this girl who has gone through the whole entire system of juvenile delinquency and mental institutions and at the so she's at the end of that she's not 18 and it's sort of like the whole thing that happens around it and the system and it's super fascinating 
Okay, and why? Okay, so I've always been fascinated with John Benet Ramsey, Madeline McCain. The tr- I love a true crime. You know, I just as a journalist, I think I love right. the Somalian pi. I love the Somali pirates. Talk to me about those Chilean miners for an hour and a day. I can do that. I am surprised that people have picked up on these like psycho murdering, sicko crime things. I I always watched it because, you know, I'm a terrible person. But then when I would watch, you know, the Somali pirates, I'm better than them. Okay. I am not jumping into a car on the highway and carjacking people. So for me, it was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, that's for, that's just for me. I don't right. for me it was more like if I have to be with these people during the pandemic and someone disappears, how should I make it go away? Well, that's good. <laughs> that, that is good. That, that was sort of my you know mindset. A lot of you know a lot of but um if you want to see a really good one, there's one called uh, the Family Next Door, which is about this guy who like offed his wife and the murder investigation. It's a really good one. Um, it's it, he got caught, so do, it's not going to help you with my other theory, but it's really good and fun to watch. Um, <laughs> it's unbelievable how stupid people are. And not fun to watch I in that way, okay, but it is fun. Quick. You just said it's fun to watch, and he murders his family. That's true. That's true. I'm a little <laughs> sick. I, you know what? If, but you know, for me, like right now, if it's something that I really like, don't have to think about anything and it just sucks me right in. It's fun to watch. I like it. And I have to say, I think when we watch these types of shows, Joe Exotic, whatever family murdered the other family, it makes us feel like it's so much better than watching the Kardashians. Cause like, yes, I know the Kardashians, it's their final season. I'm sure there's a lot of mental illness stories there because of Kanye West but I feel dirty. Like I feel dirty watching now that I know about, you know, orthodox, unorthodox, whatever the, you know, the thing I feel like I need to be watching. Yes. To Ruth Bader Ginsburg, anything no to Kardashians. I mean, are you this? Absolutely. I I completely 100% disagree (laughs) because I think, well, I mean, look, everybody stimulates their mind in, in different ways, but the whole reason I started this site so people could just have mindless fun and we can talk about it, but I don't want you going in thinking, Oh my God, it's like masterpiece theater. And like, I have to know my, you know, the crown I didn't watch for over like two years because I was like, I, I'm not interested. It's, you know, it's about the monarchy. Like that didn't interest me. But um, once I got into it, same thing with Hammond's handmaid's tale. I did not like it. But it really is a compelling story that you get. What is that even about? Because people reference it like in jokes now, and I don't even know what it's about. So I just go, hey, yeah, yeah. It's basically about a dystopian culture where the women, you know, there's these women and all they do is like bear people's children and they're sort of like subservient members of society. But like, you know, they're hung if they don't, whatever. It's, I'm not it's, doing they, that. It's, yeah, it's you don't need to watch that. I mean, that's my personal opinion. There's no need. But what you do need to watch is have you watched Below Deck? What? Below Deck. I have not watched Below Deck, but she's telling me to watch Jen? it. Why weren't we yachties? That is all I can say. Why did we go right to work like idiots right. and not go live on a yacht and just 
I don't know. Is there so, sex? I don't know why we and, didn't do like, it. All kinds of craziness, because that's what I was, I'm, I'm hoping for. It's just, and you know, it's funny, I was reading about the production of it, but it's just pure hysteria. Like there, there's so much drama. You have to think yachties are sleep deprived. The guests, you know, it's a five star, whatever. Um, everything has to be run in a certain way. And when they are off, they are off. It's great. Like, are they, do they go like to land or are they doing it all on the yacht? Both. They okay. do both. But when they go on land, it's like, it's like Vegas. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's all out. It's crazy. I love it. I and know, so it's I'm important. assuming the customers are like rich assholes. Most of them, I think, I don't know what happens, but I think most of them are pretty awful. Yes, they are usually very demanding or they have these like weird last season the one woman had this preference sheet that was like this long and this and it's i truly believe this one is like one of the last ones where their personality comes through and the chef said to the captain fuck you like it's a hierarchy you learn a lot about the yachting industry but then what what kind of rich person would say yes i'll be on this show a rich you get a discount i think you get a discount i think it's like half price or something but it's like a hundred grand a week. Half price yacht. If we expose what a psycho you are, I'm I know. Meanwhile, all I can say is that I would be like these people are like complete. I would be puking off the side. It would be just the worst. I would not make good TV. No, you okay now? So what? Okay, what's the number one show that no one's talking about that you do think we should watch? The number one show that people are talking about, that people think we should watch. That that no one knows about. That no one knows about. The one I just talked to you about is about the system with the girl that's on Netflix. Um, And then there also is, I, you know, I feel like I'm giving you these very light shows, but sometimes you just need them. Yeah. Um, But if you want a deeper one, I'll give you a deeper one, but I have to think about it for a second. Okay. Um, The... One that is so fun that's on right now is Marrying Millions. It's on Lifetime. They pair up, you know, these like young girls with these really old guys and the guy, you know, old, you know, girls with young guys. And it's just hilariously, hilariously funny. It's called Marrying for Millions? Marrying Millions. And I believe it's on Lifetime. That's a great show. Yeah. Um honestly the best show that I have watched that I don't think that a lot of people, I think it got some press, but not a lot. My favorite one was morning show on each. Um, it's on um, Apple plus. Okay. So it, you know it, that the woman who used to be our traffic person, Jamie Shupak. Yeah. Right. She's now Jamie Stelter. Brian wrote that book. Really? And that's crazy. Jamie after the birth of her second child, had to walk the red carpet at the premiere with Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon. I was like, Jamie, you're a, do not walk that red carpet. But she was like, this is my husband's show, you know? And I think, you know, you know what? What are you going to do? I mean, you're going to stay home. What did she wear? From those people. I am not getting on a red carpet today with those people without at least six what months was she what did she wear though it was cute everything she wears is cute she's fine. did she wear black okay sorry no. 
I think she wore like a bright red something. But I will say this. That's cool. Anyway, she said ahead. that women were lovely, and I do agree with you. Morning show's really good. And it's if people for me, it was compelling. The TV world and they expose. You know, we've always talked about this, you know, girl on girl crime, how I'm against it. And they really expose the girl on girl crime that's happening at every television station in America. Yeah, no. And another one that's really fun if you want to watch with your family is Mass Singer. I wanted to just mention that in case Mass someone Singer. has children. Can I think it's hilarious. And I feel, oh, and Curious George just dropped also um, on Hulu. So if your kids have never seen that, that's also a good one. Now, how much time are you spending watching television daily? Honestly, probably way too much. But I have like, I like very bizarre shows. Like I like a lot of murder. I, this is, I sound like a real sicko. All I watch, I love reality TV, Dr. Phil and major, um, you know, like any kind of like documentary about the outside. Like I really only had scary movies. Is your husband working inside the home or is he in an office? No, thank God. No, he is outside. He is outside. Okay, and both of the boys are in some kind of college. No, <laughs> my one. younger one has now taken over the third floor. It's kind of depressing because everybody watches like we watch some stuff together, like Jeopardy and things like that. But the other ones, not so much. American Horror Story we watch together. Okay. And then how many times a day is someone coming to you asking what to watch on TV? I would say at this point in time, at least. I would say every time I see somebody now, yeah. but in general, people DM me, I'll get like 25 DMs. And then how do you like, so people don't ask me. Which isn't question, a lot. But yeah. this, this. Kevin McCarthy, our movie critic, whenever I want to watch uh -huh. a movie, I definitely text him and I'll be like, the kids liked this. They hated that. He's basically a sommelier of movies. You are right. now a sommelier of television shows. Right. The, okay. Oh, and your honor. I mean, I keep throwing them at you, but I really think there's so your much interesting right. and fun stuff out there, you know? It's your honor. Your Honors with Brian Cranston, and I almost don't want to give it away, but I would say it's like a combination of a courtroom um, thriller and mystery, and there's drama. I mean, there's everything, um, and he's so good. I mean, Breaking Bad still, when people say, like, what are the top two things of all time? Breaking Bad, Sopranos, like over and over and over again. That's you know, I've never say. watched Breaking Bad. Oh, in The Office. Like if you're going to do like a half hour in Friends, um, really, you never watch Breaking Bad. Sometimes it's really like, like social anxiety, it causes like social anxiety, like thinking about just like diving into it, you know, like you get like nervous because you're going to get sucked in and you're like, am I willing to commit this time? That's not real. You're making that up. There's no social anxiety about a TV show. There's not about watching it. Well, no, committing yourself to it because Breaking Bad is a lot of seasons. It's I don't, not. I, you, uh-uh, no. You're, you might be in too deep at this point, Jamie. No one <laughs> other than you <laughs> has be been funny. like, no one has said to me, oh, I would love to watch The Crown, but I hear there's four seasons and I have some anxiety <laughs> about how I'm going to fit that into the next 72 hours. Well, I just want to be informed about what I'm like, you know, telling people about. So I don't like, I'm, I'm just like, you know, you, sometimes no, I just have, have to do reality TV. People have anxiety about, do I have to go to the gym? 
Why? Right. Do I have to see my mother-in-law? No one has anxiety about starting a TV show. Come on. That is true. That is true. That's a good point. Um, I'm try- the loudest voice was good. I'm trying to, you know, it's funny. I'm thinking a lot of things over the pandemic, but I think like there's some things that never released that are released. The loudest voice. A lot of there. Um, the, um, oh my God, no bad plans. Nomadland. It's it's about like people who like travel um, the country and they don't really have anywhere to live. You know, it's like they're nomads. Um, that just got um, nominated for an Oscar, and that's a great one. Francis Dormans in it, and I I keep forgetting that was another one I wanted to talk about. Okay, like what are you watching today? A year into the pandemic. A year into the pandemic. You know what? I was actually today only because I'm obsessed sometime with those things. Sharon Osborne to try and figure out what how they were going to handle rolling into the talk today because there's so much controversy about her right now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, actually, she said am I not? She you know, it's funny. I don't look into Pierce Morgan thing. Mm-hmm. She's going to get fired from the View. Is she supporting Pierce Morgan? Yes. Okay. I am. She's going to get canceled. I, she's going to get canceled because you can get. It's canceled. really difficult though. That's been the hardest thing about this page as of late. And I, and it's really about, which is why I was so overwhelmed when you first called me, because it was, you know, you would think that people would, it's only about TV shows. I said, there's like puddles as there's puddles deeper than this, than this site. It's not about anything heavy shows maybe, but you just have to talk about them. We have gotten into in the past month, like Megan and Harry, which was such a compelling interview. And anybody, I would say, go back and watch it. Caused so much controversy. Um, the Bachelor, which was always a super lighthearted conversation with people, um, turned just ugly. I mean, it's just been one thing after another. And you do want to talk about it with people. But the hardest thing is actually dealing, like telling people like, that's not what this is about. And really staying true to what we're doing. You know, I think, you know, Facebook and Twitter, you know, two or three years ago, we, the you know, the our age women, we love to like live tweet the Oscars, right? Like so-and-so's wearing this and so-and-so's where it's sort of like your site, right? You're talking about a show. And the Grammys came on last week and my one friend's sister, I mean, do I have to say Cardi B and uh, the stallion, Megan? So anyway, I was like, how come you're not saying anything on Facebook right now? And she was like, it's 2021. You can't say shit on Facebook. So and it is, you know, it's right. I don't have daughters, so I think it's very different. And it's funny because I look at Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. I, and I think I saw Megan Thee Stallion on SNL. And I have to tell you, Kate McKinnon is a genius. So if you ever want to watch something, it's always fun to go back to those if you don't watch them during the day. Anyway, um, that being said, I totally just forgot my train of thought. The point is that people are afraid to, you know, we're trying to say anything. TV shows exactly. and they're worried because the world is so politicized and you are going to get canceled for saying that you don't like something. So now we can't even have fun talking about being a yachty, right? Like something right. like gossiping. I know. I mean, it has been like a real bizarre thing. And I, you know, and this, and that's been, you know, you want to keep this lighthearted. There's too much drama out there. And I am a true believer is if, you know, if there's a show like black guys, like, and I'm, you know, 
I didn't know that there was like a whole community of black people and what their story was. And I, now I know that and that's so cool. You know what I mean? And it's only educating ourselves, but educating ourselves on a level where we can have a conversation that's not too deep. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just, I just think it's sometimes it's great to have a respite where you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. You can, I like the idea we can talk about a TV show and then also just, it's, it's about life, right? Like all of us wish that we lived on a yacht today because that would work out exactly great. in a pandemic. Exactly. But, the, but we don't pandemic. really have to talk about the haves and the haves nots and all that stuff. No, like, you know, there's, I think it's better that way because Cardi B was a controversial thing. I mean, that went downhill fast too. Now, I am team Cardi. I went to Made in America. I am... Um, you know, the stripper moves, like she's got them because she, and you know, I love that she has a baby and, you know, people get all wacky about her showing all her wealth, but she earned every, if that's how she wants to show it, you know, but I, but the whole humping the woman on TV and we can't listen to Dr. Seuss now. And that like, it's hard. This is a very typical thing, right? Because if you don't learn, and that's what I like too, about Binge of Purge, you know, it's not like, people have to go in and, you know, it's just, it's kind of a nice way to educate each other without necessarily like making you, you know, without not shoving it down your throat, but being like crashing. It's like, we all learn about, you know, different things. There was a, I know, but there was also a, um, there's just, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember what the name is, but there's, there's been some really, fun movies that you've that I've watched with subtitles even like that I would never black money love it's almost like it's it's Turkish and the best I can describe it is a telenovela and in my life I would never think that I would be it has like 365 episodes like I'm not even kidding I know someone needs to verify the number a Turkish telenovela it's a it's called black money love and what's that about? It's about this like romance that buds between these two people. Um, it's just, it's crazy. It are just, they American it, or are they in Turkey? No, they're, they're Turkish. And this is something that you think we should watch? I think, again, if you have the time <laughs> and, you know, you really, you really, you know, have time on your hands. Like, I, I like my... Uh, 84 year old dad loved it, but it's fun. You know, it's again, it's sort of like a romance story and it's like an elevated soap opera, but again, thrilling, engaging, you know, and I love that it's only a half hour episode. Okay. It's great now, for all of us with ADJ. Is your husband watching any of these shows? My husband watches everything that is. PBS masterpiece, like you name it. Like I know, I know we did watch undoing together. We did watch your honor together. We actually watched a movie together last night, another documentary about punky Brewster. (laughs) What's that called? Oh my God. It's called kid 90 and it's about her life in the nineties and it's on Netflix. And this is crazy. It's about like Leon, you see all these young guys, like Leonardo DiCaprio, the dude from Mom Saved by the Bell, Stephen Dorff, and she documented her whole life. It's the weirdest thing. She actually liked being behind the camera 
So she has all of this video from the time she is probably 10 years old through her like super, you know, famous time to, and then she put it away for all these years and she just went back through it and it's crazy. It's all about the nineties and Punky Brewster, but like these famous people that were like so young, called kid, kid 90, kid 90, kid 90. It's a fun watch again. It's not a fun watch, but it's a fun, you know, it's one of the, it's very engaging. I would not watch um, Mia versus Woody or Woody or Pharaoh. For I tried you to watch say, a little bit of that. I mean, you know what? That's a hard one because it's hard to separate the artist from the art sometimes. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just couldn't, yeah, I couldn't get into it either. Well, it you was know, not for me. Woody um, two or three years ago at the Cannes Film Festival. That's right. I just dropped that in a sentence, but I did. Uh and it was funny because <laughs> there were other famous, I was there for a Justin Timberlake movie. So everyone was chasing the Justin Timberlake people. And I was like, basically, I, don't, I forget what's happening. I was like in the lobby, like either complaining about something or asking about when I can get my shuttle to the plane, something like that. And they were like, some other guy was like, oh, we have to get back up for Woody. And I'm like, right. I'd heard that Woody Allen was there for the festival. And I'm like, oh, wh- which floor is that? And they were like, we can't talk about it. So, of course, I followed the guy. And I was oh my in gosh. the elevator with Woody. It was awesome. Were you taller than him? That's of what course. I want to know. Yeah, I was. You were, were yeah. you? And then That's he went amazing. downstairs and drank rosé in the middle of the lobby like he was us and I have to say it can they didn't really care and you know of course he he had on not his like bucket hat but he definitely had a hat on and so it, yeah, he this is like, like shit yeah but he looks like pop pop like no one really knew like I think if you walked by you're like is that what he and you're like oh that is but you know it is um but yeah so I think that's why I wanted to watch the Mia Ver- and you know again I and the whole adopted thing I'm all about that I love yeah any kind of adoption story yeah. And I was, it was, um, oh gosh, I, I, three identical strangers. Did you read that? I mean, watch so, that. Read that. Wait. Okay. I watched that with, sorry that kids. we're going on to it, but it just made me think of it. So three identical strangers, you know, I'm a, I have a twin brother. Right. And, um, I've always told my, and my dad, it's funny. My dad recommended that to me on a, and I watched it on an airplane, you know, before, we weren't allowed to go on airplanes, but it was funny because, you know, my twin brother and I are very different and we were bought, brought up in the same home. I definitely knew I had a twin brother. If you don't know about, I don't want to tell everyone, but basically there's people that didn't know they had siblings is the quickest way to say that. Right. Um, I have a friend like that with a twin brother too. That's so interesting. But like, I've always said to my dad, like, I'm totally different from him. These people are totally the same. And they weren't brought up like that's so weird to me that like I was brought up in the same house as my brother. You and I are more alike. Didn't know they were related. They're all the same person. Weird. It is weird. And I think that's the biggest thing. I, I think I have a reason why I think we've all been watching these types of shows, meaning more on the reality, realistic version of things as opposed to reality shows. I think because normally when we are in the world at Wawa, grocery store, whatever, we're talking to people and we are overhearing their conversations. We're at work. We know that so-and-so is getting a divorce. So-and-so is having a baby. We know about everyone else's life. And I think when we were locked up in our homes, even if you weren't totally locked up, 
you were like, I only know about my 12 people that I'm associating with. So I think we were craving to know about someone else and what are they doing wrong and who have they killed and are they having sex on the yacht? I, I really think that's why these- Oh, it's a total escape. And that's why, you know, it's so funny because people will say, you know, can you please, like I said before, like I, I personally don't want to, you know, know that I have to commit, but people are always like, I need a Netflix series with several or whatever, a, a season with um, several seasons, you know, like whatever. Yeah. So they have, they want like 25 seasons, which is why Black Money Love has been such a winner. Because some people get mad if there's not enough seasons, right? That's a thing. They get really upset. And then what's happening in the pandemic, there was a show um, that, you know, they get canceled. And then you're kind of like, you know, you're watching, you're very into the show. and then there's no second season or third, whatever it is. And it's awful. Yeah. All right. Like Ozark, I heard they weren't taping another season. We're almost done. I think we should wrap it up. I think we began the pandemic with exotic Joe exotic. I think as we're all getting vaccinated and hugging our grandparents and the, the beginning of the end, Bridgerton. I heard, I did not see it, but people loved it. What? I'm telling you, it's one of those, like, I just, I don't know. I was like, I'm not ready to watch it yet. I get nervous. It's going to get sucked in. A hot black guy. I know he's gorgeous. I heard, I heard he's so gorgeous. I know. I know. Maybe it's like, I love anything about like the seventies. Like maybe it's just an era thing with me. Maybe it is because that's you. Maybe you, it well, is. You do the crown. Maybe you don't like British people. British <laughs> I accent. do like British. I no. love Cadbury. No, I, I don't think you like British people, I, and that affects me. My God, my husband's South Africa family. Uh, excuse me, Africa, any part of it, and England are two different continents. Not only no, I said I have family now in London. Yeah. Well, you don't like them. Would you like me to call them and let them know? I bet you've never recommended a show to them. <laughs> you know what's so, so funny? My husband, like, sometimes my husband will ask me for his, like, mom. And I'm like, why doesn't she, my mother-in-law just call me or text me? It's very strange. All right. So the thing is called Binge and Purge, the Facebook site. Are you you're going to continue with it for a long time? We are going to continue with it for a long time. The name may change. Okay. Due to and some people can just join political it. issues. People have to, you have to be invited to join or you have to request an invite. So if Where's, you look on it, it's, it's binge plus perch. Okay. And then what is your farthest, you live in Pennsylvania. What's your farthest away person that's on there? Member? Norway or Japan. Really? Mm-hmm. And have they suggested any shows that we should know about? Oh my gosh, there's this one guy from Japan. I don't know how he found the site. He has a blog about TV shows and he posts something every week. Like, he'll be like, this is a really good show. And I'm like, this is crazy. Okay. But I think what happened, I mean, that's what's so amazing about social media. I love it. All right, Jamie Joffe, uh, you do have ADHD. I, Dr. Frederick can definitely, but I feel like- I know, I have to tell you, I haven't slept. I, it's like having an infant. With the puppy. With the puppy and people are trolling me on, on, on Facebook. All right, let her rest. People don't, don't <laughs> right. maybe you should turn wow. your phone off. You know, you could do that. 
I know. I'm thinking about it. Don't do it. All right. Her name is Jamie Jaffe. The thing is All called right. Binge Plus Purge. I know. Um, yes. She gave us nine different shows to watch. I'm definitely going to watch Kid 90. And I'm not going to watch that Turkish thing because I don't care. About Black Money that. Love? Nope. Not watching that. No, but I okay. might watch Black Ice about... Black. It's really good. And I'm, I, I, uh, I maybe, I don't know if you put something up for your viewers, but I can try and figure out, like, just at least give you an idea of where everything is or your listeners. They're listeners. And they're listeners. I, you know, I'm old. I don't know. I just started listening to podcasts, actually. Okay. It's not sad. Congratulations. I know. You're on America's <laughs> Best Friend, Jen Fe- Fred, with... You just ruined your podcast because I didn't know it's the time I was going to We're still on, dummy. We're still talking. I know, I know. The podcast is not ruined. Wait. She didn't like the end. Just let the record... Counselor, let the record reflect. Jamie did not like the intro, and she doesn't like the close. Jamie, I love you. Love you. I hope you have a good day. This is an Ian Beckles flavor in your ear quick fix on Radio Influence. I don't know why anybody's shocked that somebody in a royal family would ask Meghan Markle how what the shade of her kid is going to be. What exposure other than people working for them do you think the royal family has? Any dark people? You think? I would say not. Meghan Markle, you know, obviously she knows what could have happened with Princess Diana. Harry seen it. He knows what it's about. And they were messing with her mental health. When you leave a palace, it's got to be a lot to drive somebody out of a darn palace where you have people, you know, hand and foot. So obviously it was ugly. And Meghan Markle was talking about it was messing with her, you know, her mental health. And, you know, when I'm watching and I'm watching these different shows, I happen to put it on Fox News, which is always a treat. Uh, they're blaming Meghan Markle for for outing the people at the at the palace. Why is that all the time? Why is it that? And I've always liked to pr- let people know that I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. But let me tell you something about Republicans. Re- Republicans, it, it's everybody that says something that happens to them. They they want to call them a snitch. Is that snitching telling a story? They didn't even bring up names. They didn't even bring up names. And then they're going to ask the royal family, are you guys a racist family? Has anybody said, let me tell you something, even white supremacists don't say they're racist. So you're going to tell me that the royal family is going to say, yes, we're, we're a racist family. And I think people use the word racist too much. Racism is ignorance. And, and they're two different things, okay? I believe, because once again, minimum exposure to anybody that's not very white, okay? They're... They don't know what's offensive. They're not ever around black people. You can find Ian Beckles' Flavor in Your Ear on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and RadioInfluence.com. 